All right, let's get back into it with Counselor Perks, Mike Van Solen from Navigator, Michael Diamond with Upstream Strategy Group. And, uh, you know, we need some strategizing here. The Fed certainly could use the help. We've got uh, another community concern besides uh, illicit drugs and things like that. It's the asylum seekers that are coming into our midst. And uh, we know that the prime minister met with uh, Doug Ford last week. Ford said, you know, it's not on us. You created this mess. Earlier today, uh, in the last hour, actually, the leader of the official opposition, Andrew Scheer, was on. And uh, we were just curious as to how the feds would fix this pronto. But something else, Doug Ford has been reprimanded by the uh, immigration minister, Mr. Hassan, uh, for calling them illegal border crossers. And uh, I wondered about that, whether or not semantically that's wrong. Here's Mr. Shear. I think he's wrong. His own department identifies the fact that people who cross over into the U.S. in that fashion are breaking the law. There's a sign. I've been to Roxham Road uh, in uh, Quebec. I've seen the sign that the Border Service has put up. Uh, it, it says that it is unlawful to cross in uh, in that in that manner. So, you know, he might try to play with words and tries to... The liberals are so good at this, at trying to demonize anybody who has legitimate uh, public policy questions. And I, I, I don't accept his... Uh, I don't accept his position on that. All right. So, Councillor Perks, you're shaking your head here in disgust or dismay uh, both actually yeah well, all right so I can think Ford, of some other d words too some <laughs> cloud uh you know well they're just calling it they're speaking truth to the situation aren't they no People they are, are not. crossing the border no they illegally. are not no canada is a signatory to the universal declaration of human rights right. we did that after world war ii because we saw what happened when countries closed their border understood 1951 from, i yep. know the drill yep so the the way international not law, crossing at the uh, way the law works, the mm-hmm. way the law works, you step over the border, you say, I'm seeking asylum. You are legal until a judge rules otherwise. I feel like Doug Ford and you're Justin Trudeau. You're lecturing me now. <laughs> oh, no, but I understand how it works. That's how it works. Well, but so they're illegal so, so the coming into the country the from a safe there, third sure. country, though. The That's guy the point. Plan, no. What do you mean? Yeah. No, someone but. steps onto Canadian soil and says, "I'm seeking asylum." From there a safe is due third process. country, there is due process. Yeah, well, you can't be a every refugee single from the United States. It's it's just plain and simple. You cannot be a refugee from the United States where they have due process, they have courts, they have democracy. Plain and simple. I've been to the border crossing, the abandoned border crossing at Emerson, Manitoba, and Noyes, North Dakota. One, it would be really nice if we actually had a wall there. I support uh, a wall on our southern border also. Maybe Mexico will pay for that also. But as Andrew Shear said, there is a sign there. It says, please report to a proper crossing. It is illegal to cross here. Uh, please, of course, because we're Canadian. So they, we do say please, but uh, Shear is 100% correct. All right, so, uh, Gord, just to get back to what you're saying... Okay, people... Just give me a minute. I'm counting to 10 in my head. I see. Well, then let me get to Mike here. you got nine <laughs> seconds, Mike, to respond, because uh, what we're hearing from Councillor Perks is these people, because we're signatories to the UN Convention on Refugees in 1951, uh, they have a legitimate claim even coming from the United States? Well, no, because we've also signed the Safe Third Countries Act, and, and, and that says that uh, people who come from the United States, uh, which is... Uh, a, a friend, a friend of the, a friend of this nation, that country, they should be processed there first. We've made that agreement. Um, it, I don't think it, it goes against the spirit of what was signed uh, in the with the United Nations of fifty one. But it says, look, if you've arrived in the in, in the United States, you should be a safe third country. Uh, you should be properly processed there before you come here and try to seek asylum here. Uh, 
that there is a loophole in that in that agreement that says, oh, it only applies if you come over a proper border crossing versus uh, hopping a fence in Emerson. Right. Um, and Shear so, said that that would be the spirit of the entire Canadian border, he believes. But uh, to call them illegal border crossers, you don't have a problem with that, Michael Diamond? I, I think we're into semantics. We should deal with the issue. Uh, right. We, we have an agreement that needs to be strengthened. They should not be able to access a loophole in that agreement, which I think you know, I, I think everybody agrees with the agreement. We, we well, should not hang on, uh, Gore. You want to scrap the agreement, third safe country agreement, don't you? Yeah, you think it's unjust. I, I'm, I Why? don't, what I is don't it about think, America? I don't think you can describe America as a third safe country agreement when right now they're scrambling to find children that they locked up in, in cages away from their parents and figure out who's, who belongs to what parent. That doesn't fit my definition of a safe third country. So, but all of that aside, all of that well, aside, that's the issue. No, the fundamental issue to my mind is when we are in a world where millions of people are literally fleeing for their lives mm -hmm. from various parts of the world, mm -hmm. do you become a pettifogger Philadelphia lawyer arguing about this stuff? Or do you, you sit You've got to have a policy. There's got to be a yeah. national policy. So, right. okay, and the how does the, the feds, policy? The holes in the policy are not the holes the in the fence. How do the feds fix it then? The feds have to contribute to making sure that we can better house people, but all levels of government have a responsibility there. I'm not proud There's of, only one taxpayer, though. Yeah, and all of us, I think it's our duty to say to people who are showing up in our country saying, I'm fleeing, fleeing tyranny, mm. while we evaluate their claim. And that's the thing. We're not give, it's not a free pass. You get evaluated. I get that. While we are evaluating them, we have to keep them in humane and decent conditions. And I think that's just sort of my duty as a Canadian. I invite every other Canadian to reflect on that and think okay. about what their so duty although is. Although there's to. only one taxpayer, who picks up the tab for that? Doug Ford said, it's not our mess. Don't ask us for the money. Mayor Tory is asking both levels of government, Michael Diamond. Well, look, for, uh, for for the protection of the border, that is a federal issue, and the federal government needs to uh, get their act together on that. And, uh, you know, if we're going to build a wall, let's, uh, let's have the federal government pay for it. All right. <laughs> uh, I want to come back. There's uh, obviously, that's a festering sore oh, here and uh, won't be resolved. It should be resolved pronto, obviously, because we've got August 9th, uh, 800 are going to be put somewhere else. They're living in these dormitories right. at uh, Centennial and uh, Humber College. What do we do? We're on the clock. Well, wait till winter comes, right? So well, yeah. this August is, 9th is coming even yeah, before the yeah. winter. So where do where do these eight hundred go? Well, a large part of the problem, and this is this is my sense of yes, the federal government has international obligations here, and they should be contributing, but part of the problem we have in the city of Toronto is that for the last eight years we've underspent on our housing policy, so our emergency capacity. The shelter system uh -huh. is full with Canadians. And, and Well, wait a minute. 50% roughly are made up of asylum seekers. Right. And that's why we're bursting at the seams and putting them into places like Centennial and considering right. also using our community centers. Right. It's because we had used up our spare emergency capacity with people who should already be into housing, but all three levels of government, federal, provincial, and municipal, have underspent on housing. So we can, can't even house our own population our emergency capacity is used up, and so when a moment like this, a temporary moment like this hits, we've got no room to move. Well, all right. We've also been taxed to the max here because of a policy where somebody was virtue signaling, and we're now reaping that harvest. Let's come oh, back. I wish I was the host and got the last word. More topics worthy of discussion. Van Solen, Perks, and Diamond in a moment. Oakley Show, Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.